Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Zimbabwe elections tomorrow. The electoral system is a bit different to ours. Stephen, it is, but you remember that it is under the constitution, the revised constitution of 2013. It's almost a decade if you look back at the revised constitution that uh, their elections are held every after five years. The last election was held in July 2018. But if you look at the voting at the uh, lens, SG, is that you look at the, they have 10 provinces, 11 presidential candidates, and also 12,000 polling stations. 7.5 million registered voters out of 16 million population. The voter turnout of uh, 2018, Stephen, was 87%. But what is key also is to look at their institutions supporting constitutional uh, state. And just like us, what we call the chapter nines, we have the Zimbabwean e- Electoral Commission. That is the, uh, the midwife of this harmonized e- elections. You look at their parliament also, SG, we are talking of two, 270 seats that are will be up for grabs tomorrow. And as well as we have the 80 that are for what you call the Senate in Zimbabwe. So this is how it, it works, Stephen, but the age of voting also is 18 years. Similarly to us, that's where the eligible citizens to vote is the young people above the age of 18. So we'll closely look Zimbabwe decides, as I see, Stephen, SABC has got a comprehensive coverage also on Zimbabwe decided 2023. Mm, absolutely. And then in Gabon, opposition parties, they say there's been a rule change just ahead of the elections there. Stephen, they are worried. Remember, Gabon decides on the 26th of this month on Saturday, on, on Sunday, actually. And when you look, the opposition is lamenting on one rule that the Electoral Commission announced in terms of that any vote for local deputy will automatically be the vote for the deputy presidential candidate. And remember, the opposition, like I said yesterday, they have already lined up only a single candidate. So opposition, uh, the Altines 2023, they said it will be an unfair vote. So they will rather throw the legislative ballot sheet in the trash and rather vote for presidential vote. So you'll understand, Stephen, once they do that, it's going to be a spoiled ballot if they don't go for the legislative and they only focus on presidential. So we'll look towards uh, Libreville decides on the 26th of this month. And then also, obviously, the BRIC summit in Santon. It's here. Uh, Lots of people touching down already, including President Xi. How important is this for Africa? Stephen, this is important if you look at the theme itself. The theme is BRICS and Africa. It talks about uh, multilateralism in Africa, inclusion. And remember that President Ramaphosa is the chair of the BRICS in 2023. The 15th summit has uh, extended invitation to 67 leaders from Africa and the global south. So it is important that yesterday also, I mean, actually on Sunday already, the Prime Minister of Cameroon, Joseph Ngute was welcomed by uh, Minister Aaron uh, from Home Affairs. And also you'll understand that uh, some presidents have landed from even the uh, Brazil has landed yesterday. Uh, and even I know that Zimbabwe will be coming, you know, Stephen, many presidents will be coming from the Arab uh, Emirates. They have landed also. So it is important to understand the youth issues will be there, the cultural issues, the women issues will be there. It's not all about expansion of the BRICS or plus dialogue. And I think for the African continent, it's also to look at the issues of peace and mm-hmm. security, Stephen. You might talk of trade, but if we don't arrest the global conflicts and the conflicts in the African continent, then it will be meaningless. In Niger, uh, these big food trucks, they went to Niger from Burkina Faso. 
Stephen, remember, but they are under military escorts from both armies because the route they are using between Niger and uh, Ouagadougou is where you have um, an active jihadist groups there. So also remember the regional bloc, the sanctions that have been imposed to Niger has allowed Ouagadougou to transfer 300 trucks of food and other materials to cross uh, towards uh, Nime uh, this weekend. But even today, Stephen, they've been pushing for those trucks. Hence, I said to you, they are under military escorts because the route they are using is an active zone of the jihadist groups. Um, And then in our archives, you're taking us back to the 22nd of August, 1978. Stephen, I'm taking to Nairobi, Kenya, uh, 45 years ago, uh, Jomo Kenyatta had a heart attack and was plagued by this ill health until his death on this day in 1978. He was buried on the parliament grounds and succeeded by the, also the late president, Daniel Arap Moi. And others will always say Jomo Kenyatta influenced many struggles, including in South Africa with the Mau Mau rebellion that was waged by people like Dedan Kemati, but also Jomo Kenyatta's role in the history of Kenya, born on the 22nd of October, 1891. Asante Sana SG, as we are still leading the conversation from Briggs to Zimbabwe. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, thank you. Back tomorrow, more news from our continent through the day.